hear myself can you hear yourself i can hear myself I, you know my headphones i feel like a rapper or musician <laughs> yo like, turn my headphones up yeah turn me up i always feel like Remember that Dave like, when he's like turn me up, turn when me he's up. dylon yeah dave is really the goat because i spit on fire <laughs> And I feel like, I don't know if I was on IG the other day, and I feel like Dylan be under his comments, like, mad proud. <laughs> Dylan D. That's his name, too, on IG. Dylan, Dylan D. Oh Remember, like, I feel like reality shows were so much fun when we were younger. Yes. I started looking at some some old uh, I Love New York and mm. Flavor of Love. Oh, my goodness. I I am dying in bed because just these people and all these people that participated. I always ask where are they now because I'm like, yo, they were so funny. Then I look at Love and Hip Hop, like Shay Johnson. I'm like, yo, you've been in the streets for 20 years. Yeah, and they be saying they're 35. That's a lie. That's yeah, a lie. clearly you I, guys I'm are in 34. your 40s. <laughs> right. I was lie. watching you guys when I was nine. <laughs> like. That's a lie. <laughs> you got ain't no way y'all are all in, well i think delicious is like 42 or 41 and she's very that. honest about her age so i feel like the rest of them are in that category as well because y'all were on tv like when we were young yeah and and tiff and new york tiffany new york she's honest to about her age mm-hmm. um she actually looks better now than you she think did before so? like i guess it's the makeup and the wigs like she looks amazing she looks much better I don't know. I feel like I didn't appreciate how pretty New York was back then. She was really tiny, mm-hmm. but I just feel like there was, I just love how raw everybody looks. Like yeah. everybody had the real regular weaving, very, very, like the very full regular. sewing. Right. And like now I feel like even if you don't have no money and you're on a show, you don't look like that. Right. Because it's there's true. enough. I mean, granted, I feel like the talents that B have also improved. So, you know, we got a homegirl down the street that does makeup, too. Shout right. out to Josette. Hey, so, Josette. Like, you never have to really look bad. But I feel like those were the days when people were doing their own makeup. Definitely were. Like, you got one sewing, you keeping that sewing for three months. Because budgets were tight back then. Yeah. It's like, we're doing this. The only thing we're paying for is for you to stay and participate for right. six weeks. You have to bring everything. Mm-hmm. You could tell it was their stuff, too. No, for real. <laughs> it was But real. nowadays, everybody comes with an entourage. You know, right, they're exactly. going to go broke with their entourage. But as long as they look good, as right. long as they look the part. I loved, you know, reality TV is my baby. I'm, I, I've I never know. given it up. I know. I, I love it. I was actually listening to um, the Mall and Rory podcast because I kind of, after them and Joe Budden split, like they don't pod any together anymore. Oh. Um, I stopped kind of listening to both of them anyway, but I recently listened to an episode of each podcast. So I listened to Joe Budden's podcast and then I listened to Maul and Rory's podcast about the same subject matter. And Rory and Maul, excuse me, they actually talked about how MTV Cribs is coming back, uh, allegedly. And then they talk about how 
Ja Rule didn't know how to work anything in his house. So I think what they were saying is that now in this day, age and time it's going to be so easy for these rappers or people to cap. Right. right. And then I felt like what they were showing is that all of them, a lot of them were capping back then. We just didn't know. That is like, true. We didn't realize it. And I thought about that because I never paid attention. He was like, Jaru didn't know how to use nothing in that house. <laughs> so I didn't know that house was rented. I thought that was all their homes. Some of them be be rented. It's it's uh they've even made some kind of like comments in social media about like how it was. I mean, think about it, the Bow Wow Challenge. I'm just I'm just thinking of this right now. Mm-hmm. Some of these celebrities they have rent- rental properties where it's not where they live they just want to flex the- to the public like oh this is what i got because in reality i'm sorry the only person i really believed out of all the mtv cribs was i think there was uh tony hawk i believed that was his house um i believed exhibit that was his house because his son was in his room and that looked like a child has been living there for a while. Mm-hmm. I believe that was his house. And I forgot. There was Destiny's enough- child house was definitely that their, was their house. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a real Because it looked problem. very homey. There right. was nothing like spectacular right. about you their house. You tell like, okay, this is where they live. And I think, I think Snoop Dogg did an episode, if I'm correct. I think so. I think that was his house too. I'm not saying these people still stay in those same properties, but I could tell like you can you can definitely tell that when a person is living there, mm-hmm. you'll see you'll like say, OK, bam, that's where they're really living. Missy's house was real, too, because oh, yeah, she Missy. recently posted her the Ferrari mm-hmm. bed that she had in her cribs over oh. 10 or however many years ago. She recently posted oh. it. And she was like, I still have it. Oh, good. And I That's thought good. that, you I know, love Missy Elliott. I I'm, love her. I'm just waiting for some money to find me. You <laughs> feel me? So that I could show off my wonderful MTV crib. Yeah, um, that's dope. But shout out to everybody listening. Happy Monday. Welcome Happy to the Monday. This Is 30 podcast. My name is Jernique. I'm your host. And if you guys have been hearing this lovely, wonderful voice, it is my cousin Quats. Hi, everybody. She's here and I've missed her so much. I miss so, you too, Gary. I've missed her so much. Like, I just feel like the summer has been really busy and I haven't seen her that much as much as we should have been seeing each other um so yeah we're growing up you know we're growing up and things are changing yes um so i don't um i haven't seen her and it's not been a long time it's probably been like um it's probably been like three weeks weeks exactly three weeks for us to actually chill it's been a while we we see each other and it's like okay but like to actually us hanging out like how we used to do that the real since probably like two months ago because the last situational was was that may yes oh the end of may though yes the end of may early almost june when we did a double like situation where we came here and you were nice oh I was all over. That I was, was dancing that queen. That was fun. Dancing queen quads. That's yeah. where I was. So yeah. the, these are the the vibes that we're speaking into existence for next week. Yes. Um, yes. We are going to be participating in some heavy end of the summer vibes. And then let me tell y'all, fun girl fall is a is a warm and cozy fall for me. Yes. I'm inside. I have a lot of goals to reach. I got a lot of money to make, money to save. Yes, um, so yes, I'm gonna be inside. If it's not a birthday, if it's not a little a little gin gin here, there don't invite me out. 
I'm not. I'm not coming outside for nobody. Right. This is. I'm getting older. Um. I just. I have real goals to accomplish, and I want to be serious about them this year. Um. Last year, I was. I was on my. Or this year, I would say I was on my stuff. But going into 2022, I need to elevate another level. I'm so glad you said that, sir. Because it was a halt girl summer for me. Just just a real halt girl. Like, if you could play the, the, like the, the instrumental to hot girl summer, I'm going to rap over it and say halt girl summer, okay? <laughs> tell, me why it was a, tell me why there was a stop in the hot girl summer. Well, you know, it's so funny how life kind of happens to kind of mix. In the midst of everything happening in May... Um, I kind of met somebody and I'm like, okay, I want to be like serious and show my serious side. I have to, I have to kind of slow down. Mm -hmm. And I was getting excited. Like May was the start. I'm like, oh, I'm about to be out here. I'm about to do, shake my, you know what? And well, you know, God works in mysterious ways and just bam. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. So I next know, week, that's right. next week I'm I'm putting out like a disclosure notice to everybody. Don't mind me. This <laughs> is just for like two days. Okay. I know that's right. That's I'm it. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. But it ain't any y'all business. Exactly. So we, we gonna switch it. We gonna switch to exactly. the next. Exactly. Um. So Quads, I have so many things to talk to you about today. Yay. Um. I want to discuss. Uh, first, I want to discuss work because you you said halt girl summer, halt. and in addition to love, mm -hmm. uh, maybe one of the things that affected your hot girl summer was a job change. Yes. Um. So um. Like you got a new job recently. Yes, I. And did. what are you doing now? Is it still the same line of work? It's kind of they kind of complement each other. So what I'm doing now is working for early intervention and for all my wonderful listeners out there, early intervention is for children that have um, just a suspected like diagnosis of any type of mental health okay. going on, or if there's uh, some kind of like developmental or learning, disability. learning disability, okay. you know, <clears throat> and I'm just, I'm just a coordinator. So um, I finally came back to Jersey y'all. Yay. So I'm in Jersey. I'm in North Jersey. Okay. Mm -hmm. So do you coordinate uh, the kids with the therapist? Yes. Okay. I coordinate the kids with the therapist and we follow the families for a max of like only three years in New Jersey. It stops at three. Okay. Okay. That um, sounds exciting. Yeah. How do you like the job compared to working for uh, basically the DCPMP of Staten Island? Yes. Because um, I never know the acronym. ACS. Oh, ACS. Um, mm -hmm. I, I feel a little bit of weight off my shoulders because ACS holds a, a very like terrible name um, and unfortunately now I'm seeing in like social media they get in so much pushback like now people are just going in on ACS workers there are people that are just like taping ACS workers that are not even working mm. that are in like a public store saying oh yeah this is the person that took away so and so's kids how dare you did it and I feel like but everybody's circumstance is different. We're not just going into people's houses or at the time, I should say. The, the agency doesn't do that. And the reason I'm saying that's because working for the agency, I understand the people's issues and I understand the agency's issues. Okay. It takes a lot for that agency to just go and take away 
children. Mm-hmm. We cannot just go in there and do that. Yeah, there's a lot of like paperwork Legal and just, stuff involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would get sued, which it doesn't it doesn't stop people from suing anyway. But um, like, and and then when I'm I'm like speaking to these families and stuff, I can kind of understand their issues. So it's like the political stuff in it just wasn't a match for me. I I stayed there for almost three years, and I'm like, I really need to go get out. So you yeah. feel a little bit um less stressed at your new position, right? I do. Okay. Um. But okay. So how did you feel navigating or just having to um? start a new job in the middle or almost middle of your 30s i'm anxious and i'm always i'm still like nervous i'm really nervous for no reason but it's because i'm like dang i'm still kind of like oh i gotta learn something new Mm -hmm. um usually by this time or this part of my life i would have been i would have wanted to be somewhere for like 10 years and say oh okay i have this experience in this then a third but i'm like i'm still going through the notions like, oh my goodness, um, am I going to be good enough? Is this going to be something I want to do? But so I really feel like right now in this part of my life, I actually feel grateful that I am able to like transition because I feel like everything I've done at this part of my life, it, it brought me to kind of here okay. and I can utilize it. Yeah. So I'm like, I look at it like, you know what? Even though I switched jobs, one, I'm grateful I found a job in this type of climate, climate. Mm-hmm. right? Um, two, everything I've used, like my people skills, like everything with computers, I know too much about a fax machine, a long story. I know too much about a fax machine. <laughs> it actually helped me because <laughs> I know how to operate stuff. And right. it's, it's just very weird. But I mean, I am blessed. So I stay positive. I know that's right. I think that um, I admire people who move on and move through things that they are not happy at because I'm a... I'm a one hitter quitter type of girl and I hate that about myself. I wouldn't say hate it, but I highly like dislike it. Um, I hate that once I get comfortable somewhere and I feel like it's serving me, I'm going to stay put Um, because my fear uh, in life is instability. I hate it. So I know sometimes changes, not all the time, but sometimes changes come with instability or just uncertainty. So um, I'm always nervous, but I love like when I see people just like, you know what, this job is no serving, no longer serving me. I'm out. I'm moving on to the next thing. I'm looking to something else I like. So I think it's cool. I think that a lot of times this is 30. um, A lot of times we would hope that at this age, we have found a place that we can work into, work at happily forever. Right. Um, but I, you know what? There's never an age where you can't start over. There's never true. an age where you can't um, move on and say, you know what? I'm done. Um, I feel like the goal of life when our parents were young is just no longer the goal anymore. It's no longer stay at this job for 30 years so you could get a great pension and you can retire and be comfortable. It's more so enjoy every step of the way, you know, even if you have retirement buckets from this, that and the third, they all going to be going somewhere like you're going to be blessed some way, somehow. So um that is very true. That's um good to know. Um are you preparing for retirement like on a personal level or not really? Yes, I okay. am. 
um, because I know by the time I retire, it is not. I know Social Security is already going down. Right. So I'm I'm a little bit fearful. Mm-hmm. So I might be trying to get go back to the strip club real quick. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm not. But I'm saying like I am putting my monies in place i'm asking my mom for advice and she does give really good advice so i'm preparing that in fact you reminded me of something but that's beyond you can continue questioning me okay all right just that question kind of brought up a, a thought I like in my that. mind so i'm not really preparing for retirement and i really feel like i should i there is a pension that i have at my job and i think i have you know the regular things lined up but other than that i do not have my own retirement fund and i'm thinking about maybe starting that soon if i'm 32 and i feel like i I could work another 30 years absolutely my my mom is 60 and she's uh still working my dad is 67 and he's still working so i could work for another 30 years it's a good time to start yes it's still i'm not behind God you know, you. so but I'm gonna definitely maybe I'll talk to your mom too. Yes. Um about God some things. You. Um God bless you. But okay. So trans- transitioning from lifestyle, uh lifestyle and work onto dating. Um and you know so, uh, so something that has been on my mind a lot this week is successful men or and not, I'm sorry, not successful men, successful women and men who have not arrived. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of background. And when we say men have not arrived, I feel like that sounds a little nasty, but I don't mean (laughs) it in a nasty way. Um, What I mean is, if you're listening, have you ever seen the movie Temptation with Journey Smollett, Lance Gross? That's a very I want good you, movie. I want the wheels in your mind to start thinking. Have you ever seen Acrimony with Taraji P. Henson and the great actor who played her husband? I don't remember his name. Have you ever seen Baby Boy? Again, mm. Taraji uh, P. Henson and Tyrese and all those great people. Successful women and men who have not arrived. I know that in our age bracket, a lot of us like, I ain't waiting for no man. Mm -hmm. He has to come prepared. He has to come prepared. He has to come Mm -hmm. working. He has to be, you know, on his P's and Q's. Now, I think my first example for this is celebrities because I feel like you can have somebody who is like a multi-million dollar actress, singer, and they could be dating somebody who's also an artist in their right. own right, whether it be actor, singer, whatever. And they're just not as popular as them. I was thinking about how and I think that in a lot of those cases, the couples end up breaking up. Like in most cases, usually when the woman is more successful than the man, right. When the man is more successful than the woman, I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. But when it's the woman, I feel like it might shift the dynamic at home. Right. I think about Journey Smollett uh, and her husband, Josiah Bell, who recently divorced. Um, and he was a singer, like an aspiring singer. And I think he had a small fan base, but I didn't know him much. Um, mm. Did you know him? No, okay. I didn't even know he was a singer. Okay, yeah, but yeah. he's a, he's like an artist and... If you're Journey Smollett, yes, I can't imagine like. I mean, she's I don't been know. in the industry all her life, right? And I, okay, I was gonna. I'm. I'm no, ready. go ahead. No, I just felt. I felt kind of like. 
I can see how it went downhill, though. Right. Because she knows, probably knows a lot about the industry. And probably there were things in behind the scenes that were going on. And she was just like, listen, I'm, I'm really trying to tell you. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I'm telling you how they're going to try to put you here hmm. when we're trying to build a foundation for ourselves because they didn't have no kids. They right? did. They have they a did. son. They have a son. And the mm-hmm. reason I find what you're saying, um, I don't ne- know if I necessarily agree is because I feel like Journey Smollett, I don't know her, but she strikes me as the type of girl who don't be caring about this in this industry show yeah. stuff. She doesn't strike me as one of those celebrities who's like out here wants to be seen, et cetera, et cetera. She seems like the type of girl who would like fall for a regular schmegler guy but if you don't have a like if you you could be a regular guy and have a regular job and a regular good income if you are an artist a starving artist i would assume that you don't want to go to an office job if you're trying to get your music career off the ground and your wife is a millionaire it doesn't make any sense of course you're going to use all your efforts to um to build your career and hopefully some of her notoriety mm-hmm. to help build yours. But where does that put you as a man in the family? Right. I'm pre- I, I don't know him, but when we think about acrimony, this guy was a smart guy. Mm-hmm. He was a brilliant guy. He didn't always make the best decisions, but he knew he needed to dedicate time to this thing he was working on. And she was working her ass off right. to support the family. And it's like, how long do you have to deal? How long would you be willing to deal with that? Would you be willing to because it's one thing when your relationship goes through something and you turn into the breadwinner for a small while. Right. I'm not talking about that. I mean, just like consistently having to be the breadwinner. And you're so much at a high difference from the man where you being the breadwinner is not a like a big deal. It's like it right. is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of the family. How would you feel about that? Could you do it? Um, honestly, I just I feel at this age and I'm talking because where I'm at now um, in the past, I think I would have built a lot of patience around it because, you know, I wasn't at a certain place right okay but Mm -hmm. now that i'm kind of like at a certain place and i'm more knowledgeable about a lot of stuff i i don't know how long i could do it for it's one thing that we you know i'm holding it down or we have some kind of plan onto who handles what we have to figure out communication wise you're handling this i'm handling that we're gonna make it work and that's i mean that's it um but as far as like if i'm somewhere oh so high and like i'm just taking care of everything and it's like you're just here not saying like you're a complete bum because the thing the problem is is that sometimes i feel like we bank too much on potential Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and that can keep us in a place where a a place where we feel oh but he's a good like we we're, we're now weighing out the pros and cons like we're taking the fact that he's a good guy he doesn't cheat he's home he's this that, and the third that's not a problem but i feel like you have to be goal oriented even if you have to work a job that is not your ideal job just to make sure us as a family secure i'd rather that 
I'm not saying do not go for your dreams. I'm not saying that, but be realistic. If we have both invested in a household together or we got kids together, there's a certain time, there's a certain place where you have to start thinking about us as a whole and not, okay, I'm just going to go for this thing. I'm not saying put aside your dreams because a lot of people do that too. And that's how a lot of arguments happen Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. then they start blaming a spouse for you didn't let me do this. And then all these divorces kind of go all over then like it's, it's bad. But I'm just saying if we're already in a place where we're together, we're married, uh, we've already put down or invested in something together and we're already taking this road, road together. You can't think Mm-hmm. on your own and try to do something and that's and going back to acrimony when he took went for that meeting and just like dumped the delivery now i'm not saying he was necessarily wrong for that but yo that screwed up the whole thing mm-hmm. your brother-in-law hooked you up with a job mm-hmm. i'm not saying that he shouldn't follow his dream but i can understand in taraji p's mind like are you dumb that was that was a job though and you just sat here ran off to this meeting god forbid you didn't even know you were even going to get a check or not Mm -hmm. and then they give you the check and you sit up here and say no you don't want it wow like i can understand and it's like i'm again i'm not saying that nobody should go for what they want to do but i'm saying in the moment you got you kind of have to think about your family in a whole, like who you're with, who mm-hmm. you're riding with, who's depending on you. Sometimes dreams may have to take a little bit of a of back a, of a backseat mm-hmm. because you have to secure your spot with the family and make sure everything is straight. At least, and not if every if like y'all are in debt or y'all are basically about to get evicted out of somewhere. These are the type of stuff you do, right? You know, right. and that and I think that's where the problem lies. Otherwise, but coming back to your question. I don't mind holding down aspects of like of of us if it comes down to that. But we got to have some kind of like understanding, you know, because everything has to be clear. Yeah. Out. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. I think that um, I think that I agree with everything you said, but it's one of the reasons why. I'm not attracted to men who I can who who don't have jobs. And when I say don't have jobs, uh, I'm not attracted to entrepreneurs. You could be making your own money. Um, the way my mind is wired, first of all, is I think that if you're an entrepreneur in this day and time, you're a scammer. I believe that. I believe you to be a scammer. Shout out to all the scammers um, out there. Because I think that... Um, it's just the way I'm wired, and I know that's not a good way to be wired. I know it's bad, but I think that the most uh, economically savvy people, if that makes sense, are people who have nine to fives and hustles. Like they're not, they have nine to fives to sustain some type of stability in their life, and their hustle, whatever it be, is that extra boku income. Both of them can be on the same level. Both of them could do great things in their lives. But having that stability of a of a real job mm-hmm. just does something to me, for me. It offers me some type of security. So, like, when I see men who, like, have their own businesses and they're my age or stuff like that, it's not that I'm not happy for you. But when I see that you're not doing anything else, it kind of raises a red flag for me. And I know it shouldn't be, but I feel like 
that's more of a scenario where we could run down the line of you not being able to work or something failing and you no longer having um, your craft because you don't have one. Entrepreneurship right. is finicky. Like it goes by sales. You know what I'm saying? Unless you can build a really consistent, strong uh, consumer, right. um, it's really hard. So I don't know how I would feel about uh, holding down a really good man until he has arrived. I don't necessarily have the patience for it. And I don't, I don't want to be put in an arena where I would ever belittle a man that I'm with. Right. So like my next question for you was going to be, um, my next question for you was going to be like, in what ways do you think that might tarnish a relationship? I think that it builds grief it right. builds pain it builds regret for both sides right. not only the person who's experiencing that it builds regret it builds um what's that word um when somebody is just like not envy but um i don't know like not remorse i don't know why i can't think of the word but like when you're just really upset at a person like but it's spite? internal it spite yes oh, okay. it, it builds spite it builds a lot of things right. and it's like if all that stuff is festering on top of real love mm -hmm. it makes it hard for that love to flourish i agree it makes it really hard for that love to flourish i um, agree with what you're saying everything you said about that too but my last question on this topic is why does a double standard exist here? That's a good question. Because if the roles are reversed, mm -hmm. women are allowed, and maybe not so much in this day and age, I'm cool with a man not waiting for a woman to arrive too. Yeah. You know, if she don't got her stuff together, if she don't got a job, don't waste she don't your got time. a car, don't waste your time because you're not a savior, sir. Even though some men don't mind that, you know, the sugar yes. daddies, I joke about them a lot, mm -hmm. but some men are willing to take, take care, care of women. Right. And, you know, kudos to you. Some women are willing to take care of men. Right. Kudos to you to do that. Right. Me personally, I'm not going to do that. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah, it's, a, it's a no. It's a no for me. Right. But some people are okay with that. But there is a clear double standard here right. where I think it's more acceptable for a man to do that for a woman than it is for a woman to do that for a man. Definitely. Uh, and I think a lot of it is also cultural um, yes. Uh, because again, I'm used to a man having some kind of stable job. Right. I'm not used to a dude just kind of chilling. Oh, chilling. And the woman works. I mean, women doing household stuff is what I'm used to a lot. Mm -hmm. of, so that that doesn't you know seem strange to me. There's some men that do household things, and that, there's no problem with there's that. There's really no problem. I don't have an issue as long as somebody's taking care of the house. Right. I'm you I'm can't straight. be a stay home daddy though. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not uh, doing that. On wife swap, just random thought wife swap there was a swap of a stay-home dad um mom was the the breadwinner everything it just worked out he cooked he cleaned by the mm. time mom came home dinner was ready child was picked up from school listen I his can't, stepchild by the way i can't do it but he was a, he was an aspiring actor and no see, see, <gasps> see 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 it's always <laughs> it's always dumb aspiring oh, singer aspiring gosh, actor Lee. entrepreneur and i make t-shirts <laughs> i do this i want to so be a producer true. that's so those true. are the thing those are the ones they don't have no problem being stay-at-home daddy <laughs> 
Because your funds right. is supporting their dreams. That is very true. Oh, Barbershop's another movie. Remember, like in a, in a sort of kind of way. I mean, he was trying to get a hustle on. Okay. He was going to give away the, the shop. And, you know, his wife was like, are you kidding me? That's your father's shop. Like, why would you even do that? He was he was already. But he was it was for gentrification. No. Um, or no. The per he thought it oh. was that was the second one. The oh, first the one was one. Okay. to the uh the book the uh, let me say the I don't know what they call these these people like the loan shark kind oh, of person. Okay, okay. And um I forgot the, the the actor's name. He's an older actor, very good. He's an opera singer actually. Oh, okay, I know who he's talking about yeah. the dad in ATL. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Very very. He was a hustler too. He wanted to do different things. He put his hand in different things. His inspiration was Oprah's house. He had Oprah's house. Right. And he was looking at that magazine. He wanted to just get money and and the barbershop. He didn't understand like the the, the real point of the barbershop till like towards the end of the movie. Right, right. But it was a very good movie. And I mean, um, the wife's family held them down. That was how they were able to even like get everything good in the house. And it's like, and she was expecting. Mm. And I'm like, God bless you, girl. Cause I'm like But see, certain seasons call for that, right. but not for a long not time. For, exactly. Just for a short time. And and maybe he had been you gotta show me who you are too. I'll be willing to but Journey Smollett, going back to her as the yeah. example, she wasn't with this boy for like her whole life. Right. She got to him later on in life they had a kid you have to show me who you are consistently for years mm -hmm. for me to be ever for me to ever be willing to do that because i done did it i i've done it in my youth i've done it i i feel like i've yep. held down a guy and you know held down you don't got to be rich to hold down a bum yeah, or a guy true. who's just not living in his truth like i don't mean when i say bum i don't mean like the technical like bum i mean like if you're not walking in your truth if you're not working hard every day if you're not trying your best every day you're given another chance to be on this earth that's bum shit yeah. like you're being a bum so like i've held down a bum before like i've like so I can't do it again. Yeah. Not in adulthood. Not you really have to show me the type of man you are. I have to be really, really up to like up to date yeah. on the type of man you are in order for me to allow that to happen. I totally and it's, agree. Yeah, it's gonna have to happen. It's gonna be one of our trials. Yeah. Let it be one of our trials after the I do's, after the et cetera. That's mm -hmm. it. That's I it. agree. I agree. Um but yeah, shout out to, you know, I would love to talk to somebody who is who makes a considerably higher amount than their husband right. or a considerably higher amount than their mate. And I would like to know how the dynamic of that relationship works, mm -hmm. especially a successful one, because I'm sure there are a lot of celebrities and just rich women who are married to guys who either make uh, much less than them or just are still trying to find themselves but right. they're good people mm -hmm. i'm not saying these people are bad people they're good people and they choose to ride that right. that boat i would love to talk to somebody just so i could um get some type of you know understanding Inside, yeah. yeah yeah no i totally agree i'm not and again not against anybody if that's what you want to do and you guys have some kind of plan for the family and you're okay with one person handling majority while the other person does like like house things or something that's fine it's just it's a no for, for right me. It's, it's a mm -hmm. you know 
So like put prayers out to those people. (laughs) No, for real. Strength and do courage. Um, I mentioned a few times living in your truth Mm -hmm. and, um, I want to talk about living in your truth. Mm. Um, and I want to ask you some questions to, um, to, to preface this conversation. So what are some expect- expectations generally that you have of yourself? Um, I got to snap to apologize. No, right it's okay. At the mic. I'm sorry. Just think of like maybe three to four expectations that come to your mind. I don't care what they are, just that come to your mind that you have of yourself. Okay. Um, I have to get married okay. within the next like three years. Okay. Because I already kind of put that since years, since like in my twenties, I'm like, no, seriously, by this age though, I have to, I have to exercise. Okay. At least, at least three times a day. Three times a week. Three times. There you go. A week. That's uh, what I meant. I know. <laughs> And I guess this goes into what we're talking about employment and stuff. I have to find my my ideal job definitely by next year because I don't plan to switch jobs. So I told myself since I came into New York, I was going to stay at that job. That was going to be the job I was staying in. Okay. But this is the job I'm staying in. Like, okay. And I have to be out my house or out the house definitely by the end of this year. But it, it may not look like that. So I have to be out, out of the house by 35. I said 35 is the year that I really have to be somewhere stable. Like I can't do this. I have to not, I can't switch around. I can't, I have to find some kind of stability. So in, career stability, marriage, uh uh health health and um i think those were the three those are the three um and moving moving uh, which is okay those what about are you. you um so some expectations that i have of myself are um to build wealth that is true like a unmovable wealth some way somehow be a good person or continue being a good person that's really important to me very true um Get married. That's oh, important. Let's get pop married. out some kids. Yeah, pop them out. Pop bro. out some kids and um, um, uh, move to the next step of my career, whatever okay. that might be, supervisor or you know, uh, writing or something. Just figure out what I want to do in the next step of my career. Agreed. Okay, so the next question I have for you is, um, what are what are some expectations that you believe other people have of you should i go parental or should i go you could do parental or you could just do people you could do a mixture of both okay since i don't give a lot of people like time to know me very well Uh for those purposes because i don't want them to 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 kind of hold me on high uh, pedestal we're gonna stick with the parentals okay Okay. because i'm there um my mom definitely wants a marriage to happen Today. Today. Uh-huh. Yes. My mom's sister wants it to happen yesterday. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit much. Um, kids or kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess because I'm the female. Mm-hmm. Forget my other two siblings. Right. So she wants this grandchildren household. More grandchildren. It's like, uh, hello. 
you know, I've done enough. Right. Um, also, I think just again, stability. I, I feel that probably she feels because I get out of jobs. Um, she wants me to have like a stable job as well. So that puts pressure on me because I'm still there. If I wasn't there, I wouldn't care. Like everything would be mm, different because okay. I'm still in that household. Okay. Um, so so that's I, what much I like it. about your other people's expectations is I, I don't believe that they're that much different from yours. Right. Which to me means that you live in your truth. Oh, okay. I think I think that you're or you're you're aligned. Or, or Pretty much, you're aligned. You you you're now. You're, my truth is, I should have been like having like the Players Club or something. Had four of those, <laughs> four of like these clubs opened up, uh-huh. and I would have been a madam. That's my truth. Oh my goodness! Not like not like a madam, like you know, selling myself, but just like you know, right, living right. and making that money. Feel me? That's my truth. I'm trying to think of, <laughs> but of what my, I, I my reality I, is. I feel like what some people's expectations of me are probably similar to yours. They right. wondering where my husband is at. They wondering when I'm going to have kids. They probably want me to be not so picky and just mm. figure something at out because age, they figure, yeah, this yeah. is the age you have to just at this big age. <laughs> you have to go. Um, they're like, they're like, it's time. Um, it's because you're female too. Yeah, and uh, that's what I think their expectations are of me. But when I asked this question, I wasn't I wasn't expecting. I was I think I had something else in mind. Mm-hmm. So, social media I think has shaped the way we see expectations. And I like our expectations because I feel like they're very grounded. Right. Um they're very normal. Mm-hmm. They're very ordinary, but I think that social media has um kind of created expectations that we don't have for right. ourselves that we believe we need to meet. Right. Um, and I think that it's, um, it's problematic because I see so many people doing what they think is required of them. Mm-hmm. And in turn, they look awkward doing it. They look awkward as fuck doing it. I agree. And I wish I could give full examples, but I feel like you just have to live in the truth of who you are. You know, we all are not rant coming, just so you guys know, rant coming. We all are unique individuals and we are all wired differently. And I just think that if you're true to who you are and you do reflective check-ins with yourself you will always make sure you're aligned with your truth and not somebody's somebody else's truth or not somebody else's expectation of you because when you walk in somebody's other somebody else's expectation of you listen you look dumb number one you look dumb and you just look it's noticeable right it's very noticeable and if I can go even further, what I also will say is that it usually doesn't prosper the way you want it to when you move with other people's expectations in mind. I'm not saying that other people's expectations cannot uh, create conversations in your mind or in your head or amongst you and other people that, you know, help you to clear your head and make decisions for yourself but never let other people's expectations guide your doing and that's like um 
it's a really it's i can't even tell you what caused this to come about on my topic list but it was something specific i just don't want to name it but just something that i saw or someone that i saw and i just felt like yo y'all gotta live for yourselves stop doing stuff because it's popular stop doing stuff because that's what everybody does do what you want to do do what you do what makes you comfortable do what makes you happy um and it and you know what you can set trends by being yourself that is very true people like when people are themselves it makes for I just feel like authenticity is attractive. It don't matter if it's weird. Let me tell y'all what I've been vibing to. Transparent I can see right through. Just so you know. <laughs> if y'all know what I'm doing, I'm singing um, Willow Smith's um, oh. single. Because I... I really rock with Willow Smith because she just be doing what she wants to do. She does not care. And she almost fell into the, she almost fell into the, 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 the bubble of doing what other people expected of her because you, because you got a good voice, because your parents are black, because you're this, because you're that, Oh, I'm supposed to do pop music or, or R and B music or whatever. I'm supposed to look like this because my mama is Jada Pinkett and she's hood. She's from Baltimore. My dad is Will Smith and he's from Philly. I'm supposed no do what you want to do. Live the life you live. I really like her album. I really love her voice. And, is that the song Lipstick is on? There's a song called Lipstick yes, that she yes. I liked that yes. song. I'm like, you better go, girl. Um, um, I just really love her new music. And I love that she's living in her truth. Right. And I think that... I just think that it's beautiful to live in your truth. And I think I that agree. we should just stop living. Like, you don't got to do everything you see people doing. And I'm not saying that because I've never been a victim of, you know, trying to meet other people's expectations or following trends right. that I see. But I really have to, like, check myself a lot. Like, when I'm doing stuff, do you want to do this? Are you doing this because you see somebody else doing it? Or are you doing it because you want to do it? Find the reason behind all of your actions and your decisions because it matters it matters i like that gary you made me feel very very whole <laughs> when you explained everything your rants give me life that's my rant number one okay because i'm can i respond to that yes rant? go ahead only only real quickly no go ahead and this is why i've taken the way i have been taken with social media yeah quats is no longer on ig no i'm not um i got hacked but this is the truth with social media. I've never been really a person to like, even when social media began, to like post, I'm talking about, listen, I'd be, I be busy. You know what I'm saying? And when all the social media really started popping, I was in a campus somewhere. I was out of the state anyway. And then when I came back home and like everybody, we used to have parties where like people would have pictures and the pictures you get from the websites and mm-hmm. stuff what's poppin dot net, poppin dot net. Uh-huh. what is it called uh i forgot the candy girls seven net. days seven nights seven days seven nights <laughs> you know i'm t- yeah like it would be like yo those pictures would be taken by people and you you know it's fine like somebody would have a picture so for me i felt like okay i don't feel like being behind a computer all day and on top of that I my computer was no longer in my room. I had one a computer from Uncle Earl. Shout out to him, back in the nineties. Uh-huh. Broke down. 
my mom didn't have money to fix it. So I put that bad boy away. And I didn't get a cell phone till like 11th grade. So I really didn't have the whole like, okay, I'm about to start doing this and all that. I ain't got time to take pictures. I, I felt I felt kind of like I lost some stuff, but I'm like, whatever. I didn't have a camera. I didn't have nothing. Mm. So like, I'm just used to being like, I'm here. You used to living. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I really do appreciate that because nowadays it really feels like everybody, if it's not, if it ain't popping and you ain't in the picture and you ain't. Uh, showing that you out here and all this kind of stuff it's like nobody can live and i'm like yo sometimes you got to just appreciate life around you like don't wait to go on a vacation to then turn off yourself when you feel like oh my goodness you've you've done it all all week and all you've done everything sometimes it's good to just appreciate what god has just kind of put Mm. in front of you Mm. because i'm like honestly and i'm sorry to cut you off quats but let me tell you y'all y'all speaking to quats is the guru i i get frustrated with quats because (laughs) quats will leave her phone in madagascar and have a good time when i tell you somebody who does not need her phone to have a good time quat leaves her quats leaves her phone home or in a bag or somewhere all the time and she be living like i'm not there yet i'm not gonna front i'm not there yet but y'all hear what she's saying and she means it because this is really how she lives her life it doesn't mean she doesn't use social media but she uses it barely and she is really the queen of my phone is away when i'm with people when i'm enjoying my time with people my phone is away unless i'm capturing a specific moment right now my phone is away because I'm going to enjoy you. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to have a good time. I strive literally to be like her when it comes to technology mm-hmm. because she honestly don't care. She don't care about this social media stuff. She like she doesn't. And I just feel like, yeah, that's it. Sorry to have cut you off. No, no, no. I'm. It's fine. I, I feel again, I missed a generation of that because by the time I really got into it, I got a phone, you know, out of flip phones where I didn't really get a good phone that did stuff mm. until later. Mid, yeah. So for me, I'm like, I missed that. But then again, I'm like, but I'm having fun. I'm still going out. I'm still doing whatever. Right. You got a phone. Yeah. Take a picture of me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's good to just kind of rewind. So it's not easy for me to kind of fall back. It's it's I mean, it is easy for me to fall back. Right. I could turn off this phone for like two days. Right. And then you know where I live? You're you're my cousin, of course, my favorite male cousin in the world. You know how to contact me. If anybody knows how to contact me, you got my number. You know where I'm at. Otherwise, I I really don't care. But if I I, I try to be like really respectful because a lot of people lack that type of like one on one. So it's like, that's where I'm at. I'm like, I will give you that attention. My phone is, I mean, sometimes you'll see, unless, you know, the sneaky link hits me up, then I got to pay attention <laughs> to the phone. I'm joking, no sneaky links here. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously, I, I try to be very, you know, nice. But I, I'm, I'm glad, thank you for giving me my flowers while I'm here, Gary. No problem. All right. But uh, social media, be pop, I'm sorry. I, I kind of semi-troll, though. Like, I watch things uh, and I laugh because there's so much Quali stuff. Quali loves her gossip and love she it. loves her celebrity entertainment yes. and stuff like that. Those are the things she likes. She don't care about what none of y'all is doing, though. I really don't. <laughs> That's the one thing she does. Unless, unless, she'll, tell, she'll give you a dissertation on what happened 
I'm loving, loving hip hop. Exactly. And was who's following who, but she don't care what y'all got going on in your lives. Like the literally the poster child of I don't know. I didn't see. <laughs> I, didn't see I, I might have watched it. You might have seen me, but I don't know. Oh wow. But loving hip hop, I will tell you yes. up to up. Okay, oh, like, loving hip hop real quickly, and I'll get off this okay. subject. <laughs> Nori's on loving hip hop. Yeah, I'm so yes. mad about that. It's actually you will be you will actually be satisfied because at first i thought i'd be like uh but he's given us an inside okay, okay and it's actually pretty interesting i love him and his wife though they're yes, sweet they're real too i could tell that this is like not so are some, they like the ogs they're not they're not gonna be messy with them no it's seeming no like, and i yeah. could tell by the the previews no okay okay I think it's just a certain thing and that's he it. just went there for a bag pretty yeah. much like there are certain people that i feel like are sprinkled in certain seasons where you know they're not gonna be played with right like um I feel like um, who's another one like, oh, crap. Trina is one of them, too. Right. Even though she finds herself in drama, she's just somebody you can't mess with. Yeah, like it, it, she's like an OG on the show. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think Trick of too, Remy. Yeah, Re Remy, too. Remy, when Rashida tried her a little bit, but she's just one of those people where she's just there to yeah. get some money. That's right. it. You're not going to see real drama in her nope. household. Nope. Like she's just there to be a face. And the get, desperate ones you will kind of right. unfortunately see. But um, also uh, Ace, Ace Hood. I was oh, very surprised about Ace Hood. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, he is married uh, to like a wonderful, I forgot her name. She's a wonderful, like a wonderful woman. And she has her uh, like a, she does like a, like a, a lifestyle channel. Um, and just Ace Hood's transition, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I think you should watch it. Hmm. Maybe I'll see the clips. That's how I watch yeah, it. I Ace usually Hood's watch the clips. Ace Hood's transition, you can really tell like he's in it's a genuine. different place. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm very happy. Now I'm going to be watching Miami. I might have to like watch a few of the clips. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna like his clip. I I really he's good looking too. I mean, Ace Hood has always been kind of like good looking to me, but there's something about him that I'm like, yeah, he he really. I think he's captured it. I think mm. he's finally at a place where he's ready to like be public with what's been going on with him because you just like really stopped really hearing. Right, right, right. And he had the hits. Oh yes, he had a lot of hits. And and yeah, I, I can I could see. And he's he's gonna be a good one. I think I think Love and Hip Hop is trying to redeem themselves because the last is being in a ghetto mess. It was being just mm -hmm. too much, and people are starting to catch on to things, and they're like, right, it, it, it's bad. And but now I think Miami's gonna like redeem themselves this this uh, season. Oh, that's good. So it's it's getting good. Well, since we're talking about rappers, yes, the last thing I want to talk to today to you today, and we we only, we we're about to be out. Um, <laughs> the show's about to be over. But um, the last thing I want to do on this show is I want to give Spliff Star his flowers. And yes. I know this is the most randomest thing in the world, but Split Star has been on my mind for about a week and a half now. I follow Buster Rhymes. I love Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes reminds me of my daddy. So like, and he's also that. just one of the greatest rappers ever. But he, I love Buster Rhymes because he reminds me of my father. And um, Split Star has never left Buster Rhymes' side. I've never heard about any drama between the two of them. I've never heard Spliff Star go out of his way to disrespect Busta Rhymes. And even in 2021, when Busta Rhymes hits a stage and he's rapping, Spliff Star is right it's there by, by his side, right. rapping every single lyric. And I feel like their relationship 
to me is a metaphor for again something that i see happening on social media um once again i'm really just giving split star his flowers i think that he is the best hype man hip-hop has ever seen i think he's the best best friend hip-hop has ever seen um and i think that social media's damage is that social media kind of invokes this spirit within a lot of people that says i need to be the star of the show and if i'm not the star of the show i don't want to be a part of the show i'd rather take my face off of this multi-billion dollar show Mm -hmm. if i can't be the star of it so that i could go be the star of my little budget show (laughs) and (laughs) Every I'm speaking in code. So I hope you guys understand me because I think that how I'm speaking or I hope that how I'm speaking is metaphoric for life. I think that a lot of us don't know how to play the background when it's time to play the background. We want to be the stars all the time. And sometimes you got to check yourself and say, girl, it's not your moment. This is not your time. This is not even what you do good. (laughs) somebody else does this better than you go find what you do well and do that to the best of your ability and i feel like when i was younger i had this issue a lot i think that i thought because of my personality and because of my tenacity in a lot of areas of life i thought that i was supposed to be the star of the show and it it is totally opposite from my personality i'm not that type of girl like i'm not that kind of girl so i had to learn and i only learned this like a few years ago maybe you like running the show more than you like being the star of the show and that's okay maybe you want to be a part of the production of the show but you're not the star of the show it's okay if you're not the star of the show everybody is a part of the show makes it successful and guess what directors get paid big money they do. i've never seen steven spielberg in one of his movies you know he's a millionaire though right right exactly i've never seen some of the people that are on these cans or i don't know who owns general mills i know there's a hundred boxes of cereal in the supermarket that right. have that name on it that is so true you don't have to be the face of everything and I don't know why Spliff Star brought me here, but I just feel like that's admirable because this day and age, I feel like friendships, marriages, and almost everything we've been talking about today, sometimes these things are tarnished and destroyed because somebody don't know how to play their position. It's very important to know, um, you know, um to play your position and before i let you talk this is the last thing i want to say is that social media has inadvertently taught us that if you are not the star you are not important and that is a lie it's a lie that's that's smoking mirrors it's not true you are a star you don't have to be front and center to be a star in your own right and it's okay to not be front and center and i i just think that everybody should find what position they play best and and love on it and really be true to it because going back to what i was saying before you get the most attention for living in your authentic truth who you are like and i just split star 
Thank you. <laughs> well, Quas, go ahead. Thank you, Spliff Star. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Bishop Gary, for bringing that together. Because you know what? I am, I'm glad you actually did say that. Because social media, again, it, it, it really... It, it takes a toll on people. That's why there's more mental health stuff going mm-hmm. on, all that thing, all that stuff with all the craziness in the world. World, and Spliff Star, yes, I love him dearly. And f- relationships, all relationships matter. Friendships, um, partnerships, um, uh, you know, anything, any type of relationship you have, it matters. And when you put that in the forefront, sometimes you do have to take certain, you know, back seats on things especially if you already know that in in spliff star and buster's case listen buster he's already making it possible for even me to be here and showcase my talent people know who i am when you're comfortable with you you don't have to worry about being the center attention because everybody knows who he is and okay whether he's his hype man or his best friend or the producer or whatever yo like he's talented he's on stage with busta every time so it's like yo you know that's what it is and and, and i you are definitely right playing your position is so important i would never try to try to like let me say outshine somebody if this is your route in life i am going to encourage you to go that route Mm -hmm. especially if i see that it's something you're good at a lot of people have little jealousies and little you know they pick and i wouldn't do that okay no one's saying you have to do that right but if this is your friend's route or this is your family's route yo sometimes you just got to be like you know what i got you Good for you. I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. Peace out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't your money unless it's your money. But it ain't your money <laughs> really being invested in that. And sometimes people just need to realize it for themselves. So, I mean, shout out to Spliff Star. I'm Busta fan all the way. In fact, that reminds me, I need to update my iTunes. Because that's, that's right. the only rapper. You know, my iTunes includes jams from the 90s. late 90s <laughs> and uh that was pretty much the best time rap was really yeah so i have to put some of that um on there thank you very much sir yeah but bishop in, in goonie thank mm, you bishop this has been a great show quads thank you so much if i didn't have to like go um oh. i would have like kept this going but i have to go um i have some somewhere to be um but yeah thank you guys for listening to the this is 30 podcast i'm so sorry this is one of the episodes where i'm sad that i cut it short because we could have really talked for another hour um but we're going to continue this conversation more in depth next week um before the 10 up things before the turn up things um so yeah um september is on wednesday we're uh, here no, we're here august flew by we're here august flew by so um i'm also having a book drive i'm sorry i forgot to like mention this i'm having a book drive so if you have any old books hanging around your house the sisters club whatever you used to read when you were a kid please give them to me i'm trying to build a classroom library for my students um because literacy matters so please give them if you would like to support me financially you can donate to my cash app cash app cash sign journey um but i really would appreciate the books the books the books the books the books books, books i books, have books, an books. um old arabesque uh books is that something you want <laughs> no i might have to look at it <laughs> <laughs> um 
But um, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, any mama, any cousin, any daddy, any brother, any sister, and everybody important to them to listen to the This Is Thirty podcast coming at you live every monday uh episode 93 this was awesome this was awesome thank you yes, quads per usual you. Um, bye everybody peace out